1: Thanks for joining us. We are recording this in May of 2023. And
0: welcome to episode 110, What Do We Have Planned
1: for Summer? Now wait, I need to tell all of our listeners, it's a special day in May. It's May the 4th Be With You. It's true. That is that is true. (laughs) The day that we're recording this. I wore my May the Force Be With, with You shirt today because I have one that has the formula to figure out force. But uh. I just, I really need to find a May the Fourth Be With You shirt that I like. I mean, I looked on Amazon. I looked at the Disney stuff. I you just, didn't find one? No, there's not a sh- one shirt that I really, really have fallen in love with yet. So, I keep oh. rewearing this shirt. I've probably had it for, I don't know, 20 years. I mean, I only wear it once a year, you one know. One day. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> oh what else goodness. are you going to wear it? Actually, I did used to wear it when I did like cool science experiments. So, yeah, I've worn it more than once a year. All right. I've worn it more <laughs> than 20 times. <laughs> okay. Oh my First, we want to give a shout out to two of our listeners who responded to one of your tweets about the rough draft math book club it was our last meet that we had and you yeah, had some and my sketch notes yeah and i didn't even realize that baby girl did the pencil drawing
0: yes what she that- loves drawing on the ipad she'll steal it from from me or from matthew it's matthew's ipad that he uses for work but so i use it on book club days and but she'll like sit there for hours Uh, on the weekends and just like doodle and draw. And yeah, she loves it. It's fun.
1: So cute. Well, we have done our job. I feel like we can drop the mic and walk away. We've inspired two of our listeners to want to get the book. Yes. Right? The Rough Draft Math book. I'm so excited about that. That's so awesome. So one is our friend Chris, who is at Base 10 Math, and she has been at many more, many of our other book clubs. She said, I'm going to yeah. get this too. I loved following your posts. So that was to you, Karina, with your yeah, sketch she fa- notes.
0: Yeah, she followed. She, I think she almost commented on every single one. She was like, oh gosh, this really resonates with me. And oh, here's another one. It really resonates with me again. She's like, this book is right up my alley. And I'm like, then get it. It is a good one. It is.
1: It is. Okay, and our other friend is Telena at Now, I don't know. I'm just going to spell. It kind of looks like Thor, but not really. It's T H N O R F A R. On Twitter, she says, "I'm going to buy this book now. So many good math book recommendations on my feed this week." Now, yes. Telena, I want to know what other good math book recommendations were on your feed that week. Yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, if I don't have it, you know, I'm probably going to want to buy it. And then I want to <laughs> read it. Of course. Of course. Of course. course. Okay. Um, I have a reflection for this week. And it's about our last episode with the piece of paper, you know, the 12-step okay. process for yep. the, the yes. one one piece of paper.
0: I and wrote we down, simplified it. We <laughs> really did.
1: I put the gen pop. General population doesn't understand the process we go through for one piece of paper.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I, and I wanted to add also as well, I wanted to reflect also on last week's episode that when I email myself, cause it happened actually a few days after we recorded and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to, I have to say this in the podcast that when I send, so when I send those files to myself for, for me to, future me, to right. print it in the morning, I sometimes forget a file, right? Like, or a link of something. And it's like, oh, shoot, I, this is all, I also need this for tomorrow. All I do is go to that same email, the, the one that I sent, and forward it to myself, like, reply or reply, reply mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. and add the link so that the new email is there with, the all the links, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So just reply to myself, and it's all there. So even if you forget a link, it's okay. Just reply, and it'll it'll
1: go right back up to the top of your email. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good news for this week. Yes. Of course, you know I was on Twitter, and our friend Sasha, who came to our last book club, she and I got into a, a little discussion on Twitter, and. She and I are going to be reading Teaching for Thinking, Fostering Mathematical Teaching Practices Through Reasoning Routines by Grace Kelmanek and Amy Lucenta. Now, I've met Grace once before, and I think I just said her name wrong. Kelmanek. Sorry, Grace. You'll have to correct me. Anyways, wonderful lady. I don't think I've ever met Amy before, but It's one of those books that's been sitting on my TBR pile for a while, and I'm finding now that with my math resource books, if I have an accountability partner or like we're doing a book club, it, quote, forces me to read it. Totally. So I just want to put it out there for everyone. This is not our summer book club book, but after Sasha and I read it, and Sasha, you don't even know this yet, but... I'm going to just put it out um, on Twitter that if anybody wants to join us for a Google meet, we're just going to probably meet once to talk about the whole book for, I don't know, an hour, and then we'll have an after party like we always do. And just like a mini, it's not even a mini book club. It's kind of like, well, it's definitely Sasha and me and maybe some other people that want to join, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, listen, I I might I might hop in just to just to listen because I don't have that book. But but maybe I want to purchase it. So if I hop in, you know, it'll give me some information because I haven't heard about this book at all.
1: Mm -hmm. And uh, we both of us said we both have routines for reasoning, which is their first book. This is kind of like the follow up, which again, I've started it, but I didn't finish it. But that got me thinking about what our friend Kimberly said about a book tasting, right? Yes. Like a little, you know, maybe if somebody wants to come on our podcast and tell us and our listeners about a book that they've read and want to share and say, you know, here's all the reasons why you should read this book, you know, listeners, if if you want to do a book tasting with us. Go ahead and either email us or send us a DM and Twitter. Yeah, so that would be so cool. Wouldn't that be fun? And that's not the challenge either. No, like, it's <laughs> not. Maybe it will be. <laughs> okay, let's get into today's episode. What do we have planned for summer? Now, originally we were going to talk about kids, like for our students, yeah. what we have yeah. planned for our students for summer, but I think we're also going to pull in what we're gonna do for this summer. Yeah,
0: we're gonna we're gonna talk about both things, I think.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Now, before you and I hit record, we talked about how your kids, not your personal kids, your students my students' mm-hmm. summer plans look very different from my students' summer plans.
0: Yes. Yes. Most of my students go to sleepaway camp, which <laughs> I mean, obviously it affects what we do as a school. That's not something we've never sent home work. The only work that I ever like summer reading kind of list that we sent home was for fifth graders Mm -hmm. uh, because a lot of times middle school – middle schools have a summer reading list that they want their – Co- incoming middle right. schoolers to read before sixth grade starts, and then and then they do some kind of project or something in that first week, or they can they no, work they, on the project. They give a test. They, no, uh, uh, one year they were they did a project. Maybe this was because of COVID. Oh that yeah, they they decided to do like a slide show, and they did. Yeah, that's what that's that was what they did. Don't shake your head. That's what they did. That was what the no, paper
1: said. Because I'm thinking <laughs> about when Christian was going into middle school and he had to read the yeah. book, and then the first week and of school, and then he had to give a test. Yeah, he had to or take he had a to test. Take a test. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Brody didn't have that.
0: No. No, actually, and they decided not to do that at all this year, so he, did it. he didn't have to do any of it. There was oh, no summer reading requirement.
1: Oh, my gosh. Every year, Christian had a book, at least one book that he had to read. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. When he was in high school, there was this one book. I think it was called England. I, I really think, I like, I think that was the name of it. It was this gazillion page I don't even I, – I don't know what it was about. I'm going to have to ask him. He probably won't even remember. I think he was going into like 10th grade and he's like, mom, oh, this book. I'm like, yeah. I, in my head, I'm like, I don't think I would have wanted to read that either. It wasn't even like yeah. fun.
0: Yeah. So anyway, so that's basically what we've done in the past, just whatever the middle school has kind of given to us and we – send out to parents and and to the kids. So we've never sent home anything just because our kids are busy
1: over mm. the summer. So we, we talked about your non-Title I school versus yeah. my Title I school, which also when we worked together before yeah. at the Title I school, things got sent home for over the summer. Mm-hmm. So now I'm wondering, is it just Title I schools that send home summer work. I think so. Wow. Well, last summer and this summer, I'm sending home the same thing, which is the Greg Tang Summer Math Challenge. And for that, there are, I want to say maybe six different puzzles and they have them for each grade level. So if you're kindergarten going into grade one, grade one going into grade two, so forth and so on. I think it's up through maybe eighth grade. I don't know because I stopped looking at, you know, the fourth grade level going into fifth grade. But there's also a game board that the kids can play the games online and then they can sign up for some kind of raffle or giveaway or something like that when they come back to school if they've done the challenge. Now, last summer I didn't do any of that. Um, I just sent home the information if the parents wanted to sign them up for it, but I doubt anybody did because nobody told me, you know, oh, my kid won something or, you know, but at least I'm sending home game-like things, puzzles. Right. You know? And if I had to, if I had to send
0: something home, that's what I would send home. I would send home absolutely games.
1: Well, and speaking of that, I also sent home a deck of cards, so I got... I don't know, you know, 500 decks of cards last year from the Dollar Tree. Huh, now it's a dollar wow. twenty-five, And um, <laughs> everyone got a deck of cards and then a packet of different instructions of different games to play. And right. then I asked them just to like journal what game they played, who they played with, you know, if yeah. they had fun, if they learned anything. I don't know, something like that. And then, you know, on the reading side, of course, reading stuff went home. So books went home, a blank reading log went home, a bingo board kind of on the back with different reading challenges like, you know, read a book under a tree or, um, you know, read to your pet or stuffed animal or something like that. And then, you know, they try to like do the blackout, you know, for the bingo card. Yeah. Yeah. But with the reading log, I remember it said, you know, fill in at least 15 entries. And it doesn't even have to be like, if you're an older kid and you're reading a chapter book, it doesn't have to be 15 chapter books. It can just be right 15 entries. Like today I read, you know, I don't know, 20 pages or something like that. And right, right. But Barnes & Noble, which I'm hoping they do this again because every summer they have done it. And what an easy way to get a free book for your kid. I probably should have fact-checked this before we started recording, but they do a reading log where I think it's, I don't know, that the kids have to read like seven or ten books, and then they bring it yeah. to Barnes & Noble, and then they get a free book. Have you ever done that for your own personal kids? No. Oh, I would do that no. every year for Christian because it would be like a highlight. You know, he got to go and pick out a free book. Now, it's a pre-selected list of books, but – they also have Spanish ones now that they've oh, had cool. probably at least five years. And Barnes and & Noble, if I'm giving wrong information, you can let me know. But um, yeah. And then our own county library system. Have you ever done the challenges with your kids? Your personal kids for the not first, at the, summer no, one? Not, no, no. There's challenges there. Yeah. So if your kids, again, I think it's like a reading log and I had Christian do this. And then they... Bring it back and they get, I don't know, some library swag like a a pen or a little notepad or something like that. But they also gave away tickets to our minor league game, you know, baseball game that we have. It's yeah. I think it's the Jupiter hammerheads and the Yes. There's somebody else. You know I know nothing about yep. sports. Look, um,
0: I, minor league I don't know anything about. But yes. Well we've been there to a few times.
1: Yes. And I've been there because Christian got free tickets. And actually one right. summer I did the adult one and got tickets. So our whole family went, you know. Oh nice. Yeah. Baseball games in the summer are really, really hot in hot. South Florida. <laughs> so I think we only yeah, did that once. Yeah, cause I was sweating to death, you know. Yeah, and baseball yeah. to me, okay, don't get on me, baseball fans. It's not exciting. Like, no, no, <laughs>
0: no. It's a very boring game. It really. It's because it's very slow, slow. and slow
1: moving. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I. I mm. Okay. So that's that's what our kids get. I've also sent home different math stuff, but. I'm down to like the fun stuff now, cause yeah, nobody wants to do work over the summer, right?
0: No, no, that's why if you're gonna do anything, it has to be games. It has to be something fun, or you won't get you won't get kids participating if it's just like a straight boring old reading log or you know a a worksheet with a bunch of problems to solve. I mean, that's not just it's just not happening. It has to be something fun.
1: And I'm gonna tell you the the first year after I was at the school and we sent home stuff. I think we got like one folder back. I don't know, it was mm-hmm. it was terrible. But last year, th- we put in the letter that they were gonna have, if they brought it back, an animal encounter. So oh. my coworker set it up with, I think it was Bush Wildlife, and they brought wow. different animals into the cafeteria so the kids could interact. And I think we had like 40 kids bring back their folders. Wow. So, yeah. If it's that's a, so
0: cool. If it's a
1: big incentive, you know, yeah. I think they'll do it. And it's it's not boring. I mean, it's like puzzles and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, reading that's, to me is super fun, but, you know. I well yes uh, I yeah. agree with you but
0: I I love that animal encounter idea I think that's so cool I know I
1: mean, what I, animals
0: came uh,
1: honestly don't I don't I don't know because I, I didn't go to the event I think I was in classrooms or something and gotcha. I didn't make it to the event but Ugh. um I asked her if she was going to do that again and um I know it's like you know we only have a few weeks left of school but she didn't know. And I was like, all right, well, we got to make some phone calls because we got to put it in the letter because look at the rate of return we got, you know? Yeah. Return on investment, yeah. right? The ROI. That's Yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, let's talk about our summer plans. I want to hear all about yours.
0: You hear the dead air? That's <laughs> what I'm doing. that's what i'm doing laura i'm so excited i'm doing nothing so my daughter has. i do have like two trainings in like june that i'm going to some some things locally because i have to stay relatively close because my daughter's got like she's booked solid for Mm -hmm. the whole for the whole summer for dance obviously (laughs) because that's my life. Uh, But other than that, like it's, I'm doing nothing and I'm so thrilled and excited. Like I, I just can't wait because my, like my year round is so booked and I have so much going on that I'm just thrilled that summer looks empty.
1: I have so been where you are. And there have been times where I don't even make it to the recliner. I literally lay in my bed all day and watch TV. Right.
0: Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, Absolutely. Well, I'm excited. So I'm just, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Catch up on laundry, catch up on cleaning the house, like all of the, all of the things. Honey, no, don't that... give me that look. No, no. no.
1: Wait. I, I, like first of all, you never catch up on laundry. You never oh, catch up on cleaning the house. Don't
0: tell me that. Don't tell me that. I mean, <laughs> let me live in this little <laughs> false universe that I've created in my mind where I think that I actually have all the laundry done and the house is clean. Please.
1: You will for about 5 minutes and then, yeah. you know, you know.
0: All right, but tell me about your summer. I know your summer looks very different than mine. Oh, my gosh.
1: I am so excited about this summer. Now, when you said you were going to a training in June, I just want to tell the listeners that you and I discussed this right before we recorded and we found out we are going to the exact same training at the beginning of June. (laughs) We get to spend four days together. We haven't been I to, know. together together in forever.
0: I know. I know. And I the last time we were at a training, I think is when we took that picture that's on our website. When <laughs> right? Yes. I think that was it because it was pre-COVID. That's when that, like Jenny Bay Williams was yeah. at the she was the um keynote guest speaker. Yeah. Keynote. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Is that
1: 2019 or 2018? It must have been Wow. maybe, maybe it, it might was 2018. Even, or even before that? I don't even know. <gasps> no, I don't, wow. I don't. I know. Wow. That's gonna be so much fun. I can't wait. I know. I'm so excited. I really am. I know you. I are.
0: wasn't really excited because I I have to go. I I I was kind of voluntold that I have to go to the primary section because another teacher is going to the um, intermediate, intermediate section. So I am going to primary, and I'm like, "What am I going to do in primary?" And now I'm so excited because you're going to be there.
1: Yes, I'm going to be in primary too, <laughs> and that's going to be like out of our normal zone.
0: Totally. So I'm I'm hope I'm excited that we're going to learn
1: like totally different. So going. much, so mm-hmm. much. And and really, I feel like I got my toes, well, more than my toes wet. I was pretty much up to my neck in primary with math recovery training. So I feel uh, like this is gonna be a great like refresher of that and next step because you know, with our new standards, I need to relearn all of these. Totally. And I always feel like three five is my wheelhouse. So K2, bring it on. I'm, and we get yeah. to spend four whole days together. Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't believe it. Really it really will. Ah, okay. Well, after that, I'll be home for a few days, and then I'm going to the FCTM conference in Orlando. And yeah. did I tell you that Howie Waugh is going to be there? No, you didn't. John San Giovanni's going to be there? Oh, boy. Wait. <laughs> Pam Harris is gonna be there. Oh uh, <laughs> you're gonna drive her around again. I don't I wasn't driving. It was other Karina Uh-oh, that was driving okay. her. I all was just right, in the front right. seat. But um yeah, and and lots of other people. But oh yay. So that's gonna be June 14th to the 17th. And then I'm gonna stay overnight at my friend's house. She doesn't know yet, but she she'll be fine with it on the 17th in Orlando because on Sunday. I have to drive to Tampa because I'm going to the AVID conference in Tampa Yes. until yes. the 21st. And then I'll drive home the afternoon, evening of the 21st, be on a Zoom on the 22nd for three hours for a training, do all my laundry and pack on the 23rd and 24th. And then on the 25th of June, mom and I are going to start driving to Indiana. Oh, my goodness. Because on the 28th, mm, this girl gets to have dinner with Peter Lilia doll uh huh, and then spend that the I'm super jealous about the 29th and 30th with him and loads right. of other people which by the way all the people on Twitter that have said that they're going I cannot wait to meet you face to face and I hope you know just come up to me say I I know you from Twitter and well whether you know me or not I'll give you a big hug right? Yep. True, true story. Be ready. Okay. Then my niece and her family are coming down from um, where they live and meeting my mom and I in Indiana. So spending like Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, Monday morning with us. And then Monday, I'm going to drive us, my mom and I, to see my best friend and her boyfriend for a few days in Chattanooga and then drive over to Asheville, North Carolina to spend time with my mom's best friend for a few days, get back I don't know, the 13th or 14th of July, something like that and then the 20th of July, my son and I and friends of his and a couple of their parents, we're going to Disneyland in California That's so fun. Have you ever been to
0: Disneyland?
1: Three times Ah, okay. And it's so different than Disney World. Yeah, yeah. The the strangest part is, first of all, you walk from their downtown Disney to the parks. It's all just right there. And then right. you face one way at Disneyland, like the turnstiles. Well, they don't, I'm sure they don't have turnstiles. I'm sure they have the finger thing, you know, now, but you literally turn 180 degrees and California Adventure is right there. Like when Christian was little and we went, yeah. I think I we did steps and it was like 128 steps to get from Disneyland entrance to, to California Adventure entrance. How crazy is that? That is crazy. So different from Disney World where you got to take transportation
0: <laughs> to get from park right? to park to park yeah. To park. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
1: So then I'll be home for… Oh my gosh, Laura. I'm exhausted just like, hearing about your like, plans. Four days, five days, and then we start school again. <laughs> oh my gosh, but I have had so many summers like yours that this yeah. summer, like I am so looking forward to the summer. About it. Yeah, right. Totally excited. Yeah. Like busy, good, fun, right? Yeah, and I get restful. to learn,
0: restful, uh, re-energize, fun. That's you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll I'll keep the fun because I think it'll still be fun, but yeah, uh, yeah, need a break. Need I a
1: break. I hear you. So my August is going to be very interesting. <laughs> Let's see how exhausted I am. Wait, right? our preschool is the first day we go back is on a Friday, and you know that that Friday night. I'm probably going to oh, be in bed at like 5 o'clock.
0: out, yeah. Hey, listen, speaking of summer, we actually came to a decision that we want to share with everybody. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go ahead and give them our good news?
1: So we chose our book, and the reason I really, really want to do this book is because this is one of those books that I believe all teachers should read, and- yeah. It's Principles to Actions. I forget the the subtitle of it, Ensuring Success for All or something like that. I'll link it to the show notes, but it's put out by NCTM. And it's just one of those books that reminds you what you should be doing as a teacher and what the students should be doing as as Mm, students, mm -hmm. like Mm. things like that. And I know you've never seen it before. Yeah. Right? I haven't. No.
0: So I'm super excited. This comes back to what you just previously said about keeping other people accountable when you're reading, right? Like I, I, it's one of those that's definitely been on my list because you've, you've told me too, you have to read this book, you have to read this book. And it's like, well, I have a lot of books that I have to read, (laughs) you know, so Yeah. I'm excited. Just like, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited that we're doing this. I think it's a good call. I think, I think it'll be really, it'll be great. So we'll start
1: that. I was just going to say, we're going to start it not the first week of July because that's when I'll be with my niece and her family. So we're going to start it, we're going to start it July 8th and we'll probably also do the 15th and the 29th. I'm sorry, we have to skip the 22nd because I'll be in Disneyland that day. (laughs) and then And then we'll go into August. But Karen and I talked about, you know, should we start this in August? And I said, I don't think so. Because it's one of those books that you want to have read before school starts. Right. So if we can get some or as much. And, you know, we start way early. You know, we know some of our friends don't start until after Labor Day. So they'll probably have the whole book read before their school year starts, and we'll have maybe like half the book read. It's not a super right. long book, right. and um, yeah, but I, I think it's just, it's one of those books that all math teachers should read. So let's read it. Okay. <laughs> Game Sorry. on. Okay. So listeners, we have a couple challenges for you this week, don't we? I think so. We've racked them up. Right? What was yes, the first I, one? I don't remember. <laughs> Me neither. neither. Um, I think it, it had to do with... Well, I know what it was. Share books with us that are on yes. people's radar. Yes. Right? But I, I yes. believe like, didn't you give a challenge?
0: Yeah. I don't remember what that was though, Laura. That was oh, like my... a whole tw- 20,
1: 20 minutes ago. 20, 25 <laughs> minutes ago? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Remember. You know what? I will put it in the show notes like on the challenge because when you edit it and I re- listen to it, you know, put the stuff on, then I'll be like, oh, that was the other challenge. But the third yes. challenge, if you haven't gotten the Principles to Actions book from NCTM, order it now so that you're yeah. ready to go. And if you want to pre-read it before July, have at it, we will make sure that, you know, we, we tweet about this over the summer to help everybody remember. Because as you know, we usually don't record over the summer because we're exhausted. <laughs> and yeah. well honestly, and this summer, I'm a little past- too busy. <laughs> yeah,
0: you are busy. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my goodness.
1: Oh, my gosh. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag learningthroughmath. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag
0: us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.